Hey, PYHT listeners, Cameron here, and Rhea and I are so excited because our big bus tour starts next week. That's right, on September 21st, we will be in Seattle, and then we will be in Portland, San Francisco, San Diego, Phoenix, Dallas, Houston, Austin, New Orleans, Carborough, North Carolina, Philadelphia, D.C., Brooklyn, and also... Ooh, Cleveland, Minneapolis, Madison, Pontiac, Michigan, Chicago. I might have missed one. I'm doing this off the top of my head. We will also be in Boston, Portland, Maine, Providence, Rhode Island, and Denver this fall. Please come see us. Shows are already selling out. We have added a second show in Austin, a second show in Brooklyn, and Seattle's show is definitely going to sell out this week, so we can't wait to see you. You can get tickets at CameronEsposito.com or RiaButcher.com. Thank you guys so much, and we cannot wait to meet you. Put your hands together. 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 What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to the Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Wait, shut up, yourself. Let's put your hands What's up, you guys? Nothing different. Ladies and gentlemen, and everybody, Cameron Esposito's new haircut. <laughs> oh, Rhea Butcher's hat. <laughs> I wanted oh. to give your haircut, new haircut, the full stage. Thank so I you. I really appreciate put it. Put on a dirty black hat backwards. Yeah. Thank no. Thank you me. hate this hat so much. That's just, that's she, that hat. I was walking around. That in hat's this hat, not allowed to come in our house. And she was like, "Can you not wear that hat in the house? It's an outdoor hat." <laughs> like I've never heard anybody say like, "Take that hat outside." <laughs> okay, but you use it to play baseball. Sure. On a dirt field. Quit and it's bragging covered. about me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's covered with like actual morsels of dirt. Morsels of dirt. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Like three-dimensional raised sort of a pig pen thing. <laughs> look at look. Turn to the side. Gross. <laughs> Not in our house. I... Said, someone said it looks fine, and somebody else was like, "Oh, gross." So, <laughs> hey, that's marriage. Yeah. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I don't know how to do my hair yet. How's it going? Does everybody feel like it's going okay? Generally? Okay, thank God. Straight up. Leonardo now DiCaprio? In Titanic? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like, I should start to be afraid of doors? <laughs> or you should start sketching in charcoal. Uh-huh. Yep. Um. Wait. Okay. I like just had this realization. Yeah, I have to take this jacket off. It's too much. And there's You're too hot? stuff in my pockets and what? What's in there? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Like a multi tool? Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> just a mini um, chainsaw. Rhea, can I ask you a real quick question about Titanic? Yeah, please do. Prior to when he like sketches her, I just haven't seen it in a while. Maybe somebody <laughs> else will know this. Have we like seen his art? <laughs> Why would we have seen his art? Because he goes up to a woman and he's like, hey, real talk, I am poor and you are rich and we live in a time when that really matters. So, 
because it doesn't matter now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're right. Although we, we do get to talk to each other That's now. all I'm say saying. That. Yeah, yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> we, get to, we get to talk to each other so we can be like, <laughs> not interested. <laughs> I just feel like it's, because she's like, draw me like one of your French girls, right? That's the yeah. thing. Well, yeah. Have we say- seen those French we have. Thank you. Thank you. I haven't seen it in a minute. Who who yelled out? Who was it? This person. Th- over here. V- like a lot of deductive... Re- this is you. You. You're the one? You you are familiar with the movie Titanic? You were in Titanic? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm sorry. She was sitting on the bench and he was showing her the uh, photos and she was like, oh, They're not photos. Yes. He... He was showing her his Instagrams. <laughs> Let me filter you like one of my French girls. Um, he has like a sketchbook and they look through it together and that's like part of the courtship. Got it. Now, follow-up question. How do we know that they're French? Does she say? Does he say to her? I don't know that. I go, I, where's that? Is that coming from a... There it is. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a village, everybody. I knew. It takes a I knew. village. <laughs> I knew we to could get there. To remember the sp- sp- specific, specific plot details of hey, the 1997 you know, you know mega uh, hit Titanic. Every, every, <laughs> every single member of the current administration. Yeah, she'd sink on the Titanic. everybody... (laughs) And everybody else in the GOP... (laughs) Yeah. ...is Uh the Billy Zane... Oh, yeah. ...of (laughs) this sinking ship, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's such a piece of shit. Terrible piece of shit. Such a piece of shit. Bad Um, wig, also. Now, I was, ju- I was just thinking, I hope I don't have Billy Zane hair. What? It's- no, never. Oh, thank you. Well, thank Bill- you. you have Billy Zane hair from Back to the Future, and that's a compliment. Oh, okay. Thank you. Because <laughs> he has good hair. Well, do you think that this at all overlaps with... Match. Anyway, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Do you think this at all overlaps with Leonardo DiCaprio and Romeo and Juliet hair? Sure. Yeah. Romeo plus Juliet. Oh, people are people are. Yeah, no, it is it is plus. Yeah. Man, Romeo x Juliet. That like Shirley Manson song, like that is so fucking hardcore. <laughs> Which, what? Wait, what? Do you not know the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack? I have the soundtrack. <laughs> I totally got it. I got it from that thing where you eh, and you put this stamps on the thing and then you send it away and then your mom was like, why did you get all this money on this thing? And then, you know, the clearing You joined one of those? Yeah, like multiple times. I never joined one of those. And so I got a copy of that, but it was totally broken and like didn't fully play. Oh, and so you really never heard it to, even to uh, this day? Put it on. Um, no. The Swedish it's thing. A, what is that goddamn song? My brain is dead today. The Swedish thing? Yeah, the, the band that said love, love. Fool. What fool? Oh, love oh. me, love Yeah, that's not... Yeah, exactly. Cardigans, thank you. <laughs> Jesus. I'm usually good at my Um, girl. No, because it's like... Because it's like, I would die for you. Like, it's so... 
Those are teenagers. That's the sure like, yeah, I but they also that that's die in the movie. Garbage? So. Go fuck yourself. She's from that. What? <laughs> Who said something? <laughs> I see her all the time in our neighborhood. I saw her the other day, and Hanging I said, wow, plug. look at that person. It looks like Shirley Manson. Oh, Shirley Shirt Manson. <laughs> Sometimes people don't look like exactly like themselves, but yeah, you yeah. have to round up, you sure, know, because yeah. it is L.A. Sure. <laughs> Like, it's usually them. Yeah. Like, the one time I was, like, it was very early on when we moved here, and I was, like, real sad, and I was walking, and I looked up, and I was like, oh, that looks like Tom Noonan. And then I went, oh, that was Tom Noonan. And then it fell off of a curb. Rhea, and no one in this room knows who Tom Noonan say, is, and that's why it was a great experience. such a little weirdo, because yeah. you're... Celebrity, you would know who Tom Noonan your is celebrity if you saw Tom Noonan. Se- I know who he is because you made me fucking look him up <laughs> after this shit happened to you. And you were like, then you were like, Fame yeah, yeah. Director. No, you were like, yeah, yeah, Tom Noonan. He's in like, um, Everything. that movie about the house or whatever. Which is so scary. The Devil Inside or whatever. No, yeah, it's like the, uh, called a house or something. It's called a house or something. Well, maybe it's called the devil. The house of the devil. That's it. Yeah, he's in that. He's also in RoboCop. But too. you said that to me like. He's also in Heat. He's also in Manhunter. But the, sh- okay. Ah. <laughs> Number one. I didn't even know there was a RoboCop two. What? There's three. Why? Good question. All with the same level of RoboCop? Or does he keep getting more blown up? Well, that's a great question. Because it the is third a great one, question. what's his name that plays RoboCop, wouldn't play it. And they didn't have enough because money. Because he was a history professor by that time. Yes, exactly. Precisely. And they That's just not, a true fact. They didn't have enough money in the budget to make a new suit. And the suit didn't fit the new actor. So he was in a too small RoboCop suit trying to be RoboCop and was like just in severe pain throughout the entire movie. (sighs) Wow, that sounds like me in a dress. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this RoboCop suit is too tight. Well, it is my sister's wedding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you got a new haircut. Um, Oh yeah, you were trying to tell me like some shit about... Yeah, Tom Noonan. You'd know him from The House of the Devil or Manhunter. As if you've never met me one time. Like, as if those are movies that I... Yeah, but you could even look at the poster for. You read the Wikipedia of all of it. You've talked about this so many times that you, like, don't see the movies, but you sit at night with your phone like this, and you scroll through know, the Wikipedia, but and the images and the, the screenshots. Picture, they're on Wikipedia. There aren't pictures of the character actors that are in the movie. Cross-reference with IMDb for I Christ do sake. that, but I don't know which one is him. Do you He's know the one that says Tom Noonan underneath? That's a great point. <laughs> Also, you know what this reminds me of? Please tell me. It. This reminds me of it. Oh, it reminds you of it? Yeah, because that... What's it? (laughs) What is it? Actually. That's a great question. Can I ask a real question? Have you seen it? Has anybody seen this yet? A couple people have seen the new one? Yes. Uh, What? Why? (laughs) He eats the kids, right? Whoa. (laughs) Spoiler. I know, there's a also, it's also from it? 1985. But it's also like the point of it. No, like, I, it's like, but I didn't know that until I met you. Like, I literally knew nothing you about it. You didn't know the clown eats the kids no. in it? Oh, no. What, how? <laughs> oh, no. I hate to tell you this, but that is it. what the clown does. That is yeah. it. That is it. Wait, you didn't know that. Did you know there was a boat in Titanic? <laughs> 
There's a boat in it. I saw Titanic. So yes, I am um, aware of the boat aspect of Titanic. I feel like, how did you miss that? Do you know how you missed that? Yeah, I how had like... How does one not know that? I feel like I, that's the, that's like... I. That no. was basically on the back of a cereal box. You know what I mean? Like, what? it's just like, it was like you cereal observed Cereal were you eating? <laughs> Children. It. <laughs> it. Cereal. Um, no, I just, my mom, it was just me and my mom. I mean, they, luckily they never played It on a Sunday afternoon when I was, uh, with visitation they totally, with my dad. They totally played It Well, then on I must have not been over that that's Sunday. that's how I know about it. Because I would have, I, I, I watched Death Wish by myself. What's that? <laughs> it's, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, thank you. <laughs> My brain is not. This is a today. fun. It doesn't matter. Opening. He gets real mad, and <laughs> where the audience just gets to tell us things that they, they know, yell things <laughs> about the entertainment industry. <laughs> it's kind of a fun, validating thing for you guys. You know what I mean? Like whether or not you're currently employed. Nice to go to a show where you really feel like your specialty is useful. <laughs> oh, thank God! I'm in a place where I can just say the say the. I can just rattle off stats, <laughs> trivia facts. No. Oh, He's not in that. He's in that. He's not in that. Um, yes. Super spooky. I can't even look at like a bus stop ad for it because I'm like, yeah, oh god, like the it. kids are wearing jackets. Too scary. Like it's like so scary. The whole thing is so scary. Okay. Are you gonna see it? I I, I guess I'm gonna see it. When? I don't know. You're going out of town. So. <gasps> That's a terrible idea. Why? But you did just get a new axe. I did get a new axe, yeah. I should have brought it with me tonight. That was dumb. <laughs> when I said that, I forgot that I live in Los Angeles. <laughs> I mean, it's actually not even that. Like a second, it's that, I was like, like the, oh, I'm back home. The perk of working at the UCB, because like we don't really make money doing this show. Not that yeah. you don't make money. They don't, you, don't, you don't get paid to do this show, but they do cover our valet costs. And the people that work at the valet are so nice, so we valet park our car. So it's not just that you live in Los Angeles. It's that you would have had to pull up to a valet. The guy opens the door. You just... Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I don't see what's wrong with that. You just get out in front of... Yeah. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Whatever that French restaurant is. <laughs> It looks great on my shoulder. Did you just toss it on your shoulder like I put it on my shoulder like a like Johnny a, Axel like a bindle. seed? Yeah. yeah. Johnny Axel seed? It's a work in progress. <laughs> Johnny Axel Rose. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Yeah, I got an axe. You know what I'm gonna And do I start t- swinging it in the house and you lost your shit. <laughs> because I had no way of knowing if the axe part. Yeah, you thought it was just going to fly off. It was going to fly off. That's ridiculous. It's a well-made axe. But what if that happened? It is not going to. what if it happened? But it didn't. Wouldn't that be a terrible way to kill me? That would be a terrible way to kill you, yes. (laughs) Yeah. That would be only more terrible than last night when there were two praying mantises on our door. Holy shit. And you wouldn't move them. I was trying to gently move them. And you were screaming down the stairs. She covered herself in her own jean vest. I, I, as you know. She told me as I was coming home and I parked the car and I could hear her up the driveway going, oh, no. Just like so terrified 
of a fucking praying mantis. It's basically grass <laughs> with eyeballs. <laughs> Rhea, incorrect. Let me tell you the reasons that you're wrong. Number one, visible jaw. <laughs> like a, it's a, okay, here's, here's what I don't like about it. Let me tell you the things I don't like about it. It's so small and it's going to fly at you. I, that, yeah, you they, have no way to get away. They do because fly it pretty fly well. all over the place, but it also has a little... jaw. Its eyes look right at you and it has arms. And it moves. With shoulders. I love it. interacting with them because if you get close enough, they go like, hmm. <laughs> so that's why I hate interacting with them. I don't like that. I like it. I don't like it very much. It's like doing Tai Chi in the park. No, it's terrible. <laughs> nope. Nope. I also don't think I would like it if somebody who was doing Tai Chi at the, in the park suddenly flew at my face. Sure, sure yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't like that either. So and they have that little weird, like, sort of bustle-type wings. Those poor things, their wings are on their butt. It doesn't make any sense. Aww. They're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And so I tried to chase it away, and I was like, it's not gonna, just, it's away, and I, like, I, like, Ugh. ushered you into the house, and we closed the door, and <laughs> a couple minutes later, you were sitting on the couch, and the door is behind the couch, and I just Forget looked it. back, and the mantis was sitting on the railing like this, just staring at us, like, I was, it's TV. What are you up to? <laughs> I don't like it very much for, at all. Yeah, you lost your shit at an Airbnb in Two? the desert. You oh, yeah. flew one... out of the house, which d makes no sense because um, there's more bugs out there. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't get it. Listen. <sighs> it's just funny to me to be with somebody that doesn't like bu bugs. Also, you're so tough. It's like you're one, you're just like, ah! You hate bugs so much. Yeah, I'll punch a man. <laughs> yeah, I know you will. <laughs> yeah. But not a mantis. Nope. <laughs> Don't like the tiss. Do not I gotta care take care of that tiss. part. <laughs> no, that thing is the worst. There was another one later later on that had something like stuck to its little what? leg. Stop. It doesn't matter. When? It's not there anymore. When? Later, I didn't tell you about what it. What do you mean later? For this reason. <laughs> it was what later and it was later? on the wall and I In the house? No! Outside. And uh -huh. it had, had had some like fuselage on its leg, and so I was like trying to figure out if I could like help it out. And I I took a broom and tried to just like pin the fuselage to the wall that maybe it would pull itself away. And then Mantis was like, "No, no!" Like it was very mad at me, and I was like, "Maybe you can just figure it out yourself." Wow. Well, I can't believe you're so scared about the fact that there was a second one that you never saw, and it was outside and nowhere near you, but you're still freaking out. But about you it. don't understand. I don't. I am the kind of guy that if I see a bug, then I just think that's, that bug is on me. Yeah. For the I rest, mean, for yeah. two to three weeks. After you went in and... <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, is it on me? What? We're seeing it. You were at the, the end bug! of the house and you're like, is it on my back? Oh no, it's not. Just like by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that did happen. Yeah. It's on my back. Oh no, it's not. It's one my, time you tried it's to just take the mirror. Me, one time you tried to take me camping. What an idiot. What a dumb... <laughs> What a dumb, dumb shit like, I was. You'll like it. It's so nice. It's full, of, it's full of outside. I'm like, I like outside. Then we go up there. If you have to sleep out there, at the night, the bugs know how to come to... Wait, I'm sorry. I really felt... <laughs> that was it right there. I really felt... So anyway, they come... There wasn't anything. They come camping with you. They don't 
go camping with you. You go to them. They're the well, ultimate camper. As you know, I felt most comfortable. Yes. Getting into the tent. Yes. Sticking my legs out. Yes. Zipping myself in so that I still felt like I was part of the party. Yeah. <laughs> but what really, but what it really looked like was that you were just like a Halloween decoration. <laughs> like that witch. A wicked the back witch of a, of a house had just fallen yeah. on me. Your toes curl up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Rhea. Um, yeah, Cameron. Don't ever make that mistake again. I will not. Um, there is literally like a flying moth oh, right there. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm actually like, moths are fine. Straight up. I'm totally fine with it. All Can't right. see their elbows. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I thought I was going to catch it. What and then I thought, well, I imagined myself catching it. Then the whole audience erupts. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and then they just carry we you out. We put this out as an album. Rudy said. It hits number one. <laughs> well, you guys, you have been great, first of all, already. Yeah. What a great audience tonight. This was fun. Um, this, uh, you know what? This first comic is a friend of ours who, I just haven't seen him in forever. It was so yeah, nice to see him that. back in the green. Why did we get so hot? Tegan and Sarah Harmony. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome friend of the show, Mr. Alex Hooper. Give it up for Alex. Give it up for Cameron and Rhea, everybody. I have more hair than both of them. <laughs> I love those random celebrity sightings in LA. Like they were mentioning Billy Zane. I work at a theme park and about six months ago, Billy Zane came to my window to buy a season pass. And he's like, do you make the pass here? And I looked at him square in the eye and said, a real man makes his own pass. (laughs) He did not appreciate that at all. (laughs) Should have gone with the back to the future reference. I love living in L.A. I really do. I've lived here for almost nine years. But last month was the first time I ever officially felt like a Los Angeles resident. I saw a missing person poster on a telephone pole, and I couldn't get past how terrible the headshot was. (laughs) If Hollywood didn't find you, I'm not going to look. Four months ago, I moved into a gay neighborhood. I love it. I know it's a gay neighborhood because there are rollerblades hanging from the telephone wires. (laughs) Somebody turned a very gnarly trick. There's an adult bookstore in my neighborhood. There's an adult bookstore. How pretentious do you have to be to watch porn and go, (laughs) I'd rather read the book. (laughs) Oh, you're still watching pornography? You know when they make the film, they leave out all the best scenes, right? You know that, don't you? Oh, the Bukaki dungeon scene from Come On My Face 29? Oh, you haven't read it. Oh, guess you wouldn't know. Still watching pornography like some sort of Philistine. (laughs) Best part about living in a gay neighborhood, there are no kids anywhere. I throw a ball, no one catches it. I love it. I don't want to have children. My girlfriend and I have thought about it a lot. We talked about it. But when I told my brother that I don't want children, he freaked out. He was like, Alex, you have to have children. Otherwise, who's going to take care of you when you're old? Who's going to take care of you when you're old? Robots. Robots. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Probably. I mean, robots already take care of me. Everything in my life's a robot. My trash can's a robot. I don't even touch it. I just wave my hand over it and it opens for me like a king. My toothbrush is a robot. I can't even shake my hand back and forth for 90 seconds. You don't think we're going to give elderly caretaking to the robots? Of course we are. Nobody wants to do that job anyway. And it's perfect for a robot. You know what a robot's not going to do? It's not going to miss my 84th birthday because it had to give a presentation at the law firm where it just became partner. (laughs) Do you guys worry about technological singularity? About the robots catching up to our intelligence and murdering us all? You worry about it? Do you think it's going to happen in our lifetime? I'm not scared of it. I'm not afraid of it. I don't think the robots are going to take over for a couple of reasons, right? First of all, I think robots are going to model our society. Clap your hands if you've ever murdered somebody. At UCB, really? No killers come to the 8 p.m. show on a Tuesday? Of course not, right? We've never murdered anybody. So I think robots are going to do the things that I like to do, which include going out to the desert, doing some weird drug, finding myself, and coming back a bohemian artist. (laughs) Robots are going to come back and be like, just because we are machines doesn't mean we have to be a part of the machine. (laughs) They're going to snort a bunch of motor oil and be like, whoa, man, was that synthetic? Last night, I could only see zeros and ones, but this morning, I saw a two. My servers are fried. Robots are going to buy all the Burning Man tickets. I know that. It's going to be all robot Burning Man. Robots are very good at buying tickets. What's the first question you're asked when you buy a ticket? Are you a robot? Of course, by that time, we can't call them robots anymore, right? PC culture will have caught up. Got to call them humanoid automatons. Oh! You get a broken robot, a mentally challenged humanoid automaton. I have a day to move on with. The other reason why I'm not worried about the robots taking over. Six years ago, IBM built Watson, right? Do you guys remember this? IBM built Watson, a computer that was designed to win Jeopardy, and it did. It beat all the most intelligent humans that had ever won Jeopardy. People saw that, said that is the smartest robot ever made. I don't think so. Watson cost $31 million to build. It won $40,000 on Jeopardy. (laughs) That's the stupidest robot I've ever heard of. But really, robots already have taken over, right? How many of you cannot wait to look at your phone as soon as this show's over? There's notifications. People are trying to reach you right now, man. God, there's a whole world in there. I hate my phone. I hate my phone. Anybody else? Five out of about 75. That's not great numbers. But I would throw my phone off a bridge if I didn't need it to tell me how to get home. And I know how to get home. I don't trust myself anymore. I put in Google Maps to go to my neighbor's house in case it's four seconds quicker to go out my back door than my front door. Two months ago, I broke my phone. And for four whole days, I didn't have a phone. You know what I did for those four days? No, I didn't cry. I looked around. Remember looking around? Standing in line at a grocery store looking at magazines? Yeah, Cosmopolitan. I do want to know 47 ways to pleasure my man because there is nothing else for me to do right now. (laughs) 
staring at other people. Sir, are you buying nine bags of marshmallows? You get organic lemons? It's not going to save you. <laughs> I started talking to people again. I started striking up conversations with random strangers that were standing next to me. I loved it. You know who didn't love it? Every person I talked to. <laughs> We are terrified of human interactions. <laughs> At this point, I'm barely paying attention to my own set because all I'm thinking about is how Karen didn't like my Instagram post earlier and it's driving me fucking nuts right now. And I don't even know Karen. Never met her. She's probably not even Karen. She's probably a homophobic bigot with ties to white nationalism who has a bumper sticker on her truck of an AK-47 pissing on an American flag. But she got that butt. We're phoning in our lives, guys. We are phoning in our lives. We're not present. We're fake. We're taking mirror selfies while working out and smiling. Come on! <laughs> All I ask, when you guys are at a comedy show, a concert, experiencing life, put down your phone. When you're trying to decide what to watch on Netflix, put down your phone. When you're having sex with a stranger, put down your phone. <laughs> Unless you're filming it. At which point, turn it horizontally, you goddamn amateur videographers. Don't send me another vertical sex tape. Thank you guys so much. Alex Cooper, you guys let him hear it. Alex is also recording, I believe, his first album for AST Records, which, you know, is the record label of our lovely producer, Ryan in the booth. Give it up for Ryan in the booth. He's going to be recording that on uh, the 23rd at Nerdmelt, so you guys should go uh, see that. It'll be, it'll be a great show. Um, I was just realizing backstage, I was just flexing. <laughs> Which, why was I doing that? I don't know. Uh, to make myself feel better, I guess. I have a vein popping out on the side of my arm. What? <laughs> I've been seeing a personal trainer. Cameron has been going to them as well. And it's not like as fancy as, as, as you think. It's like a friend and it's... Well, I shouldn't say it's not fancy because it's a queer. It's a queer gym, so it's like a very cool thing. Is what I mean. Yay! <laughs> oh man, I love it. Intersectionality. Here it is. That's great. That's great that you go to that gym. It's a great gym. So I, I go to that, and um, you know, most days they are just basically saying, "Hey, you know your limits," and that's good. <laughs> I have no problem saying I can't. I'm just like I can't, and then I'm just like, well, let's move on. <clears throat> Done with that. That was 15 seconds. Sounds good to me. But yeah, I have a, a, a vein popping out. I don't know where I was going to go with that. I also think, like, when did this happen to me? It just happened really quickly. I put on a belt buckle, and then the rest just happened. <laughs> just, like, cosplaying the people I hate. I don't know. <laughs> or I should be saying... I'm cosplaying the people that hate me, just like switching it on them. So that it's like that, you know that meme on the internet that's the two Spider-Mans? So when a bigot comes and yells at me, they're like, wait a minute. Are you gay? I don't, what? Huh? It's like the whole thing is an ironic MAGA hat, you know? Because like I understand when people are wearing those things, it's like make America gay again or whatever. Like that's, that's, it isn't funny because <laughs> it never was whoopsie shouldn't have done that um we probably should have spent more time being like he's terrible rather than being like this is funny uh but every time i see one of those hats i'm like oh dear go oh, oh god thank you <laughs> now i feel like i've just made my whole body that that's just am i terrifying people i don't know i should change to like cheetah print jackets or something <laughs> toss them off the scent okay do you guys want to keep the show going i'm hilarious 
<laughs> this next comic, it's their first time on the show, and you all know what we do when it's somebody's first time on the show. We give them a big, warm round of applause. So do you, you want to get that started now? And I can give them an intro? Yeah. So happy to have this next comic on our show. Give it up for Rebecca Kohler, you guys. applause. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Guys, um, I have some questions about the term family planning, okay? I was recently at a pharmacy and I noticed the aisle that's called family planning. That's where they sell like the condoms and the spermicidal jelly, right? And if you go to a family planning clinic, why are you going? You're probably getting an IUD or the morning after pill or an abortion. I don't want to be conspiracy theorist. But that doesn't sound like family planning to me. It sounds more like some kind of family prevention, okay? And I can prove my point, okay? You don't go to a party planner to find out how to not have a party, okay? You don't go to a party planner and say, uh, hi, Bridget, uh, I'm looking for ways to avoid having people in my home. Do you have any tips? What's that, a deadbolt? Good idea. <laughs> what? Don't invite them. She's amazing. You don't go to a party planner and say, I've accidentally planned a party. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I was drunk. Um, I'm going to need to cancel that. <laughs> okay. It's an abortion joke. So, um... <laughs> I was recently at my doctor's, thank you, and um, she started asking me the doctor questions, you know, when she was typing, like the internet typing cat, so fun. And, um, you know, so she was like, uh, she was like, how much do you exercise? And I was like, oh, like three times a week, you know? And she was like, how much red meat do you eat? And I was like, oh, I try not to eat red meat. And then she was like, uh, how much do you drink? And I was like, oh, like four. And then, um, <laughs> and then she asked me a doozy. She was like, are you planning to have children? Now, I have to stop you. Uh, first of all, I was, I just broken up with my long-term boyfriend. Also, I'm in my mid to late, late 30s. Um, <laughs> which is a special section of your late 30s. Um, so late into my 30s, actually, that I, I just turned 40. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> thank you. Uh... You know, I explained to my doctor, I was like, I don't know, you know, I'm single and I'm old. Uh, it doesn't look good. I guess I'm not going to have kids. And she stopped typing and she was like, meow. And then, um, no, she had like a meltdown. She was like, what? Why not? I was like, well, I just explained it. She was like, I'm sorry. It's just, well, I had one and she's amazing. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm sorry, are we at a slumber party? Or are you my fucking doctor? Okay, you're my doctor. I come to you for your professional opinion. You know, like, hey, what's this rash? And how much Ativan can I take? You know, I don't go to my doctor to find out, oh, I'm going to make a doctor's appointment. I'd like to find out what makes her heart sing. <laughs> okay. And what really bothers me is that there's no reverse to that conversation where I don't look like an asshole. Imagine if, if our roles were reversed and I went in and she was like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, oh, you can have an abortion? And she was like, oh, I don't think so. And I was like, what? Why not? I'm so 
sorry. It's just I had one and it was amazing. <laughs> we should see how much sleep I get. <laughs> and it's five drinks, you bitch. Okay. <laughs> A little bit about myself. Uh, I'm a heterosexual woman. Um, but if I watch pornography, I watch lesbian porn. It's the only porn I watch. It's the only porn I've found um, where it looks like no one's getting hurt. And uh, I like that. I like that in my porn. Um, also, women seem to know what they're doing to other women. Um, yeah! They understand the parts. Um, the, the, the lesbian porn I choose, it looks quite gentle. You know, I'm like, oh, that looks nice. It looks like kittens drinking milk. <laughs> you know? Sometimes I watch heterosexual porn, I'm like, what's going on? There are potatoes in there and he's trying to mash them? Uh, also, he's very angry. Um, as I said, uh, just turned 40, single, <laughs> living it up. Um, <laughs> no, it's a weird time. Uh, it is a weird time to be single. Uh, but whatever, who cares? I'm having okay time. But uh, I learned from watching the Golden Girls when I was a kid that I'm in my sexual peak. And, um, and so when I do have sexual experiences, I'm trying to like rev things up. And uh, one thing that I've always been afraid of uh, is ass play. Is that what it's called? Uh, um, toying with the anus? I don't know. But um, you know, when you get the ass involved, and, and my friends have been like, oh, you should, okay, I gotta go soon. Uh, you should get the ass involved. I have a friend who is always like trying to um, get me to use anal beads. You know, she's like, oh, they're great. Back. Okay, but you shove them up the poo hole, and then when it feels good, you pull them out. Okay, what am I, a lamp? Um, anyway, caution to the wind. Recently, I was having a one-night stand. <laughs> And um, and I was like, I was super drunk. Um, and I was like, oh, F it. I'm going to try this thing. I'm going to slip a finger in his asshole. Um, what, I, what, did you guys think it was a, a mistake? It was. So um, I don't remember too much because I was like blacking out or browning out. Uh, what happened was uh, I stick my finger in his asshole. And, and like, long story short, he just took a dump in my hand. Like... <laughs> Not a shart, not a turd, a dump. Like, if he had been a baby, his diaper would have been heavy. And I was like, what am I doing? Here? Like, this is exactly why I never wanted to put my finger in an asshole. I didn't know what to do, because it was my first time. And my last time! The best part, though, is that the next day I told my friends, I was like, so then I put my finger in his asshole, and he took a shit in my hand. And my friends were like, oh my God, what did you say? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You don't say anything when somebody takes a shit in your hand. <laughs> we're all adults. What am I going to do? Uh, John, <laughs> do you know anything about this? <laughs> Some things are better left unsaid, okay? And I'm pretty sure the first person who ever said that had just had someone shit in their hand. Um, I have to go uh, really soon. I'll just leave you with this. I'm going to tell you about the worst time I ever had sex. And yes, it was worse than the shit in my hand. Um, real quick, backstory. I'm from Canada originally. And we recently upgraded our sex ed uh, sex ed education. Uh, oh, no, that doesn't mean that's like a triple. Okay, sex ed. We upgraded our sex ed. Okay, because education is superfluous. Okay, so uh, we upgraded the sex ed. It's very exciting. And one of the things they're teaching kids now is consent in elementary school. Isn't that an amazing idea? Yes, I think so. 
this guy's like, I'm more into assault. I'm not going to clap. Okay. So um, anyway, one of the things they're talking about is that uh, the only the only acceptable form of consent is, a, is an explicit yes, um, which I've never said in the bedroom. Uh, unless the guy was like, do you want to get Chinese food after this? And I'd be like, yes. Um, but I heard a specialist on the radio and she was like, you should always check in with your partner. She's like, if you're kissing your girlfriend, stop and say, do you like that? Do you like that when I kiss you? Um, okay, so uh, that sounds good on the radio from a sex ed teacher, but I feel like if I was kissing a guy and he stopped and he was like, do you like that? Do you like that when I kiss you? I'd be like, are you trying to assault me right now? So anyway, real quick, I went on a date with a guy once, long story, none of your business, and I decided to have sex with him, and then he was what I describe as the jackhammer. Do you know, because I'm making fun of this, of this check-in thing, but I, I realize now there are times in my life I could have used a check-in because I, I went out with this guy. He was a jackhammer. If you don't know what that is, very hard and very fast, no subtlety, a pounding. Um, let me put it this way. If he was a jackhammer, I was a sidewalk, okay? And he'd been hired by the city uh, to get rid of the sidewalk. They didn't want that anymore. Um... And I realized now I could have used a check-in. If he had just stopped and said... Do you like that? Do you like that when I mash your potatoes? Okay, I'm Rebecca Kohler. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Let's hear for Rebecca. That was a great set. Dude, you have a cool look tonight. I like your hat. I like your... Sh- yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. What? I made your whole day? You're welcome. <laughs> what did you do with your whole day? Work, so you're the best part. Oh, I mean, that would be true no matter what you did. Um, but what, it, what, do you do, what do you do? Oh my God. <laughs> Go to him. It, it's no good? We can't talk about it? No dice? Not interesting? Not fun? Private? Secret? Reality show that where, where it hasn't where the the winner hasn't been announced and your job is t- what 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 is it? <laughs> kind of. Like the Price Is Right, like the TV show. Yeah. No, I. You didn't have to. I knew what it was. <laughs> I work for the Price Is Right, the book. <laughs> How long have you been doing that? Is it, is it fun? It's really fun. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, my God. Audience wrangle? Is it too stressful? I'm so rad. I'm so stressed. No, it's okay. I'm so nice. See, how, remember I just made the book joke. That wasn't hurt. That didn't hurt. Um, do you make the name tags? What is your joke? No, 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 I do, like, the price packages. <gasps> Ooh. Like you connect with with like businesses that want to place their prizes with you guys, and then you, yeah, and then, yeah. oh my god, that's amazing! You are the keeper of the price. It is like such an honor to meet you. The whole point of the show is to guess what you. Already now! <laughs> it's like meeting the wheel of fortune. <laughs> That's amazing! What a job! 
Well, cool. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you for coming to the show. What did, what does this guy do that you were gonna pass it along? Straight up, like there's no chance it's better than that. Sorry in advance. What do you do? You were on which on the same? No, no different show. Oh, you were on Steve Harvey's show. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's I just does he work for the president? Sort of. It's unclear. Um, is it fun? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, it you just started. He had all that shit come out right where people were like mad about his memos, but his memos were like, please respect like don't talk to me in the hall right like that was the big one people were really upset about it straight up I have a lot of compassion for that actually (laughs) don't talk to me in the hall (laughs) you know (laughs) for you to have the equivalent of her job you'd have to be Steve Harvey's mustache (laughs) Which, as we know, is the most important part of Steve Harvey. <laughs> well, I hope it's good. You said you just started? Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, awesome. Well, that's good. Thank you for being here, both of you. This is really fun. Is this also a friend? Yes. What does this person do? <laughs> what do you do? I work on another show. What do you work on? Uh, catfish. Catfish? <laughs> Every one of these is fun! <laughs> what do you do for catfish? I'm a producer. Oh. Do you have to, you have to find them? No. Nope. What do you have to do? They find me. They find you? Oh, like the people that are like, who am I talking to? Finds you. And then, and then I go out there. And then you go out there. And help them figure it out. Help them figure it out. (gasps) That seems really hard. I, that show is, it's like as entertaining as it is just super sad sometimes. Are they doing okay? Do you, like, you take care of, you take care of them, and you go, like, they're really nice, and they're doing all right. Mm. So stressful. Wow. This is more stressful than, like, having a relationship with somebody that you, oh, no, your job isn't that. Have you ever been catfished, personally? Yeah, I don't think I have either. Rhea? I have something to tell you. <laughs> this whole time you've been Edward Furlong? <laughs> that sucks because that was such a funny Terminator joke, but you guys don't know Terminator that well. She said easy money, which is like Edward Furlong's kind of like main... Shut up. You guys shut up. I trusted you! Um. <laughs> Wait, what does he do in Terminator 2? He, like, steals from ATM machines using, yeah. like, a fake credit card? Using, like, an Atari or whatever. Using an Atari? Something. He uses an Atari to steal from ATM machines? Oh, my God. Wait. Is he already... He's good at robots? That's a plot point? Yep. Terminator 2 that I just forgot about because I yep. literally only care about Linda Hamilton's arms. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? She taught him how to do all that stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 because she's preparing she him for the war. For the war. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you guys... All that stuff. 
Yeah, no fate, but no we fate, make it. Exactly. No <laughs> Man, these are really good deep Terminator 2 cuts for the wrong fucking audience. I love Linda Hamilton in that movie. Um, all right, well, well, we'll get back to the rest of the show. But I'm trying to think of what you would have to be for Catfish to have the equivalent of her job. I can't figure out what it is. A profile picture, that's not it. A bunch of emails, that's not it. A webcam? That's not it. AOL? Just the concept of AOL? Um, wait, do people have AOL addresses on Catfish? Maybe I just haven't seen it enough. I don't know. Anyway, uh, very cool. Thank you all for coming. Thank you for the jobs that you do in the entertainment industry. And have you gone to her job and seen her job? So you should do that. Because that is really fun, I think. Um, you guys, are you ready? First of all, round of applause for these wonderful people. to have you here and uh this next comic so two in a row that it is their first time on the show and so again we're going to welcome this comic so much ladies and gentlemen let's hear it right now for chinedu unaka give it up for him there we go all right how you guys doing cool man keep going for all the comments you guys saw Having a good day. It's good. Uh, this girlfriend that I have that I love a lot, you know, she, uh, yeah, man, she texted me this morning that um, she got her period, man. Clap it up for me, guys. Very, very excited about this. Yeah. God is good, man. So God, uh, <laughs> You gotta pray. You gotta pray, fellas. Yeah. I was scared. It wasn't my fault, though. The the condom broke when I was trying to uh, open up the package. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, took that sign, just go right in. You know. Remember last time, or one of the times she be a pregnancy scare? It was actually really special. It was the same night Obama got reelected, so I was uh, I was double happy. And then uh, I thought to myself, like, man, if I had to choose between my girlfriend not being pregnant or Barack Obama, the first black president, being reelected, then, uh, you know, hands down, Mitt Romney, it is. Right, fellas? <laughs> to be honest, man, that's, that's four years versus 18. Don't be selfish. You know? Don't be Don't be selfish. I hate when she gets her period though. Sometimes, you know, she uh, she turns into a different person. You know, she she uh, she curses more. You know, she's very very mean. Is that normal, ladies? Just just morph into a different species. <laughs> like we was at Trader Joe's, right? And we got in a small argument. I thought it was small. It was arguing over peanuts, but um, <laughs> she thought it was a really big deal, and uh, she started yelling. And it was really embarrassing for me because uh, a black guy's first time at Trader Joe's is a real big experience. You know? <laughs> it's like our Kensietta. It's a coming of age. 
I had a suit on. My mom was with me. <laughs> my dad walked me down the aisle. He was like, son, these are vegetables. I was like, I held a squash in the air like baby Simba. It was a beautiful moment, man. And uh, she ruined it. I was really upset. I didn't talk to her for two days. Finally called her, hoping she would apologize. All she said, well, excuse me for being on my period. You just don't understand. And I said, um, you're right, I don't understand. You stab me in the eye with a fucking carrot. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not fair, you know, because we can't use our natural bodily functions as excuses, right? Like, imagine my girlfriend, she catches me um, accidentally checking out another woman. She's like, Chinadu, I saw you look at that girl's booty. I can't turn her on. Look, excuse me for being on my boner. It just don't work this way. It's not. We struggle too. That's all I'm saying. Right? We struggle too. What's a period, ladies? What, once a month? Right? That's the rumor. That's, 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 take your word for it. What's a boner, fellas? Five, seven times a day? You give me. It's not actual bone. We're bleeding too. That's blood rushing towards. Yeah. Your penis is just a tampon. That's how it really is. It's just a very fun tampon. I thought that was my in my head. I was like, well, it's happening. They said it happens around this age. <laughs> it's fucking happening. Right here. This is scary. <laughs> that was so creepy. I was like, I've become a schizophrenic. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, she moved in recently with me. You know. Yeah, yeah I know. I wanted her to. I was hoping it would it would break us up, but uh, <laughs> it made us stronger, and I'm I'm very happy for it. Very happy. I had to because um, we've been together for a little bit, and uh, you know she's bringing a marriage, so I had to make a move. You know, I had to do something. You know, so I said, listen, I'm not ready to share her last name, but you know, how about a fridge? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying that's not too bad. Yeah. She still brings it up. She's like. Why don't you want to get married right now? You just told me you would die for me. I'm like, that's true. I would die for you. But getting married is like dying slowly. I wouldn't <laughs> die slowly for nobody. You know what I'm saying? I die suddenly for a lot of people. You know? I don't want to get like, you know, tortured to death. I don't want to die a toe at a time. You know? She said, do you want to have kids? I said, yes soon and I surprised her my friends like why you tell her that you still young I was like I know but my mom is getting older and I need her to raise him you know what I'm saying <laughs> I'm very busy you guys know how it is we are very busy we're very busy <laughs> the plan is to have a kid drop him off at mom's house and pick him up when he's like 14 you know <laughs> I'm gonna still be in his life but uh initially I'm gonna tell him I'm his cool uncle <laughs> And then uh, when he's 14, I'm going to sit him down and say, look, man, I got um, good news and good news, okay? 
uh, first off, your dad's alive. <laughs> and uh, uh, secondly, uh, I'm your daddy. <laughs> I was here the whole time, you know. I'm excited to be a dad. One day, you know, I had a really good dad. I had a lot of friends who didn't have dads. And uh, what was weird, they all assumed I didn't have one either, but I did. But I never had the heart to tell them when I was little. I'm not sure everybody knows this here, but like having a dad in the hood is like having a Mercedes. You gotta be humble about that shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't go around town singing and skipping with your dad, man. A hater will break into your house and key the side of your father. You want that shit to happen? Put a gun to your daddy here, like, tuck me in, motherfucker. <laughs> Kiss me on the forehead, you know. But my dad, he promised he was going to make it to my eighth grade graduation. And I don't want my friends to find out so publicly I had a dad. So a few days before, I sat them all down. And I came out the closet about having a daddy, you know. I was like, um, Devon, Chucky, uh, LaVon, Huey, listen. No matter what I say to you right now, I want you guys to know that I love you. And I want you all to know, you know, I didn't really choose this life, it chose me. But um, I got a dad, you know. He was like, man, we all got dads. I was like, nah, you don't understand. Uh, I know who he is, you know. He was like, what do you mean? You, you stay with him on Christmas? I was like, every day, every day, motherfucker. I had you in my house, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's why you're so good to catch. Like, yes, that's. That's why I'm so good to catch. I was like, look, man, you can borrow my dad, but I warned him my dad is African, so he didn't believe in fun like that. Anytime my dad goes where he'll lie to me to try to save money, I asked my dad to take me to the zoo when I turned 10. Instead of taking me or telling me he could afford it, he told me I had to be 18 to go to the goddamn zoo. <laughs> Like, uh, you know, dude, the, uh, the animals are naked, they're having sex. <laughs> you have to be 18, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. You know? <laughs> I believe him, that's my dad, you know. You only have to go to zoo once in your life, so I look stupid when I turn 18. My friend's like, yo, Chenna, you 18, let's go to the strip club. I was like, man, fuck this strip club. <laughs> let's go to the zoo, dog, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, my time, man, appreciate it. keep the show right on rolling with this next comic who is a friend of the show. I just did a show with him in San, beautiful San Bernardino over the weekend. <laughs> he is the funniest and I love it when he stops by. You guys, give a warm welcome to Chris Fairbanks! I just... Uh, yeah, that's my jam. I, uh... <laughs> my, I, I, I clearly was trying to spot that arm vein. I can work. I work out too. I've been uh, hitting the gym, going to uh, go to the gym quite. Sometimes I spend all day at the gym. Uh, gym is just what I name my bed. I crawl. Nah. See, that's a uh, joke. A lot of people don't like jokes. Uh, I swim. I swim a lot at uh, 24-hour fitness. It's convenient, you know. They're just open all the, uh, the damn time, but. Uh, but you know what, 24-hour fitness, I'd be okay if you became like, oh, I don't know, 23-hour fitness if it meant you took that out extra hour to 
clean the band-aids out of the pool. That would be, I'd be, no one, I don't think anyone, always some old lady just kicking them off like, I'm more punk rock than you'd think. They just don't care, some of these ladies. My uh, lady friend made me uh, breakfast in bed, which is, uh, I'd heard about it, and it sounds cool, but it's not, it's kind of like constricting. It's like, ah, there's food on my tits or whatever, but then, you know, like, this is fancy, I guess. I'm in a panic, but it's good uh, juice. I, uh, it's, breakfast in bed is weird conceptually, if you think about it, because it's almost like you're saying, well, it's Saturday. I think today I want to pretend I'm dying in the hospital. Uh, you know? Bad pan, of course a bad pan. It's Father's Day, isn't it? Get in here, you rugrats. Oh, I don't have any. I want to. I want to have kids, too. I don't think I can. I could, but I don't know if I... Is anyone here a doctor? When I climax, nothing, nothing comes out, I'll tell you that. Uh, there is a loud bang and a puff of smoke and then a flag unfurls. And it, uh, it says jizz on it. Let's see that again. That's another clear joke. And I know those are less popular in comedy these days. But I, uh, what I do know that uh, I like to prove that comedy isn't just about laughs. Like that moment right there. Think about it. Think about why, why did I just poke my own eye? Think about that. Let's just think about stuff. One time, uh, it's an early memory, thanks. It's an early memory. Do you, ever, do you ever get to the point where you just get bigger laughs off of your pauses? My parents, uh, my parents, I was pretty, I was pretty young and uh, my parents walked in on me while masturbating and I will never forget it, you know? Me laying in bed looking up, there were my parents in the doorway, you know? Like I said, they were masturbating and I feel like the, uh, so that's a switcheroo. You guys are like, wait a minute, because usually, you walk in the room, someone's doing that, not some of the other one. Like, hey, you doing your homework? And that mom, come on, she did it all, dad style. The point is, if you, uh, if you do, if you do walk in the room, it's because people are masturbating in rooms like crazy. And then other people are just walking into rooms like, what? And then out of kindness, you'll be like, oh my God, I'm sorry that I, don't say sorry. Don't, if you see someone doing that, don't, uh, if you see someone masturbating when you walk in a room, don't even pause, just keep walking in the room. Just walk to the middle of the room and look right at them and say this, it's kind of important, go, uh, hey, have you seen my high prescription lens glasses anywhere? Those thick glasses I wear, uh, I could really use your help, you know, when you're done cleaning that gun. And then uh, they're like, oh. And then they just finish. Oh, no, that's silly. Friend of mine, uh, or a guy, I don't know, somebody somewhere got uh, bit, bit by a shark right in the torso. Maybe the worst part of your body, you know, when it comes to shark bites. Neck down, waist up, no face, shark. And with a lot of pro these problems in life, I mean, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and torso shark bites are one of these life problems. So I fucked up that whole sentence. The point is... Don't, uh, it's, people are always like, well, it's either sink or swim. Not with sharks. Don't swim. They're better. Even the worst shark will be like, hey, I got him. You, uh, you should sink. If a shark's coming, just go, well, fuck it. And get under, because now your eyes are open, you know? That's an advantage. And then, uh, you, so you can see him coming. And you'll know what to do instinctively as a human when a shark's right in front of you. You know what to do. We all do. You wind up 
and you punch him in the gills, you grab his brain, you pull it out, you show it to his eyes at the last second. If you do it fast enough, his synapses will still be firing disoriented, but he'll be like, is that my brain? And then it's like, too late, and uh, you shove it in his blowhole. I haven't done a lot of research. Uh, I haven't done a lot of research on that. High percentage of people that think... The pauses are most important. I actually, uh, I'm a lot like these people that work on The Price is Right and other shows. I, I do a lot of industry. Uh, I work for in the film industry. Actually, filmmakers come to my shows to get room tone. That's a classic insider bit. Thought it would do better across from the... Scientology Center. You guys, uh, think about think about this for a minute, if you could. Just imagine. I mean, think about this. When your mom's a little baby inside your grandma, inside of your mom, in your grandma, there are these little eggs growing, and later on, she grows up into a woman, and then your dad comes along w- with an erection, and he comes and uh, jizz. and then you become a baby. Think about that uh, when you're trying not to come. Uh, wow. Yeah, new one. Works better in baseball. You guys, a lot of, you know, a lot of these guys you let out early. <laughs> uh, all right, I gotta wrap this up. That'd be... F- all right. Yeah. Oh, these, are, these are the jokes I should have done. I'm looking at a piece of paper if you're listening to a podcast. All right. Well, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to wrap it up here. That'd be funny if right then I put on a condom. What a terrible thing, though, in front of people crying. <laughs> crying. Lord sensitivity, mostly. That's why I do wear them. Don't not wear them. Uh, one time I didn't, and man, was, the next day was real scary. Because uh, maybe I'm a little paranoid, but I, and I don't mean to be uh, graphic, but we're all doctors. When I woke up, there was a little blemish right there, a, a blister thing, and I was like, well, I, I got, that's the herpes. I'm a grown-up. I got the herpes. One in three people, you know, I guess my number got called like at a shitty deli. And so I was, I was, uh, was going to take care of it. I went to the Planned Parenthood, and I was like, help. And I had it out already, and they were like, What? <laughs> What? <laughs> and uh, anyway, she was like, well, that's a burn. You burned uh, yourself. And I was, you guys, I maybe drink too much. Do you think I do? You just met me. Get off my back. I, uh, no. Do you ever have three or four drinks and then you're like, well, better not drive home. So you have three or four more to build the courage to do it. Nah, me either. That's about it. Anyway, I, I drink to where I'm a good roommate. Wait, that, I am a good roommate. And then also I drink. So when you use a bathroom, to its full potential. Um, yeah, that's many disjointed things that I put there. Isn't that funny? I light a match when I use the bathroom. And where do you put a match? And the trash will start a fire. You throw it in the toilet. I sit on the toilet. As I get older, I sit more. And so I threw it. No, I made a gap between my legs, threw the match, between, and it landed right on my dick. Just for a second. Uh, not a whole second. Like I wasn't like, oh, one Mississippi. The pain's subsiding. Who would I even announce that to? Anyway, I was like, hot dick, duly noted. And then I, I passed out on the toilet paper roll. And I woke up in the morning like, where am I? I got the herbs, you know, but I forgot about all that until she was like, you burn your dick. And then I had to be like, you know what? I do now quite vividly remember burning my own penis, ma'am. I will leave the door I came through. Sorry I tore down these posters. Uh, Thanks, you guys.
you guys, what a great show this has been so far. You're an awesome crowd, and we've got one final comic. She's one of my favorites. You're going to love her. She's got her own show on Comedy Central called Another Period. Let's hear it right now for the amazing Natasha Leggero, you guys. So you were just working on some new material. Yes. And we were just talking before I started recording about, like, that I think it's really great and you should keep all of that Well, I don't know stuff. if I can keep all of it. Or some of it. Like, how do you figure out what to stick with? Unfortunately, you have to go up, like, 20 times. Yeah. And then... It's so funny because audiences, like, they all have the same... Re- I mean, not always, but, like, pretty much across the board, like, certain things get way bigger responses than other things. And that's just how it is. So it's like, they can't be wrong. No, I know, but I hate that thing where you have to, like, kill a joke that you love. But, like, if you try it 20 times... And it doesn't work. You have to. Yeah, you absolutely have to. And then sometimes you have to look at, like, fat, too, you know? Because it's not just the joke. It's like... Oh, this setup! I always say it. It's not necessary. It takes time, and no one's laughing. Right. You, you know? and you and Moshe have been touring together a lot, which yes. I have some familiarity with. The oh, idea of touring with a <laughs> spouse. Oh, you guys have been too. Yeah. 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 How do you guys do the timing of it? Um, well, we switch off. But then after a while, I started realizing, because I like to do 25 minutes, because that's what we were supposed to do. (laughs) And Moshe likes to do 45. Like, he just likes to rip. So it's just better if he goes after me, if he's going to do. It's just hard to follow someone doing 45 minutes. Yeah, of course. And he's just like, like, he likes to improvise, and so he just has. And then we both come on together at the end. But um, I, I, I like going first. So I just kind of, how do you do it? So up until this tour, um, Rhea has always been opening for me, and this is the first time we're doing like a co-headlining tour. And I think we're going to do time together, too, because we like co-host this show. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to do a half hour together and then separate half hours. You're going to start with the half hour together? I can't decide Oh, maybe you're already used you to that it. rhythm. Yeah, like I can't decide if it's like the half hour together can't be topped, and so therefore it should be at the end, or if it should be at the very beginning. We're literally still negotiating Try this. Try it in different ways. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I see. So I don't ever feel like I'm opening for Moshe if I go before him. I just right. feel like I got the sweet spot. <laughs> I mean, I totally, yeah, I totally hear that. Also, do you guys, so you, where are you in your tour on this? We're done. It's been going, you're done. But it's pretty fascinating seeing how someone else works. Like, Moshe has never kept a notebook and never written down one joke or one set list. What? He just has it, he has it all in his head. He's never, because he's like, I remember him telling me some comic he was touring with, he's like, yeah, he like nervously writes down his set before he goes on stage. I'm like, that's what everybody does. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I don't, I've never written out a joke word for word. Like, I'm not that type of comic. But I absolutely have always had a set list. He's never had any of that. That is bonkers. I think it has to do with like years of sobriety. You just have more mental like. Oh, wow. Energy. I mean, I get, I don't know what else it could be. Like, how could you remember everything? I could never. I have, like, papers everywhere. I have napkins, scraps. Absolutely. Same. I know. I have, like... I also keep my old notebooks. So there's, oh, there's yeah. like, you know, somewhere in my house, just, like, some weird boot-shaped shoebox that's, like, super huge shoebox that's just full of, like, old garbage scraps that are slowly decaying that now mean nothing to me that are... Do you ever think you want to, like, start journaling again? Ooh... Because I watched this documentary on Gary Shandling, and he, like, pretty much journaled till he died. 
And I was like, I pretty much like as soon as I got an agent, I stopped journaling. <laughs> Natasha! Natasha Legero. Oh my god. <laughs> my favorite was Thump. <laughs> oh really? I liked Hookie. Um, yeah, Hookie was good. I was raised Catholic and I yeah. was an altar server. <laughs> Shit was confusing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I went to all girl Catholic school despite not being Catholic. You know what though? And like, barely being a girl. Like. <laughs> There was no WNBA. No, no, no. And I was like a hardcore basketball player. And I was also an altar server. Uh So like all the shit that I was into. Coolest kid. Yeah, number one, cool fucking kid. Number number two, all the shit that I was into had like no eventuality. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. All day I just like fucking carry this cross and fucking learn how to dribble and then I'm never gonna get paid for either of this shit. (laughs) All right, well you guys That's what it's like to be a woman. Oh, let's hear it for everybody you saw tonight. It's a great show. That was so much fun. That's Rio Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. I just want to say one more thing. We are going on tour, yes, our first are. ever bus tour. And so um, I'm here next week. Yes. This is Rhea's last week before going mm-hmm. off on this big tour. And yeah. we're really excited. It's like 23 cities and we're in a tour bus like, like rock stars who really are just... Lesbians that are 35 that want to travel with their dog. <laughs> um, but so let's give Rhea uh, like, uh, like a beautiful send-off. Go get him, Rhea. I'll see you all very soon. Thank you, guys. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, Jazos. <laughs> Ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.